Hey guys! So this is a quick, quick intro um, to this episode, which is in fact about drunkenness, mm-hmm. because we are right now. <laughs> um, at some point in this episode, I say that the test of how drunk we are is going to be if we can edit this and publish it tonight. However, we've decided that we're just going to play it for you unedited mm-hmm. so that you can hear how dumb we are. Um, our natural state. So really, I think I think this was very clever of us mm-hmm. because the proof yeah. of us not being lame is to publish Leaving this Leaving all tonight. the crap, yeah. No, 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 gonna... the proof, no, the proof of us not being lame <laughs> is that we are providing this to you tonight. Yeah. But the sneaky loophole is that we are purposefully and thematically not editing it. So yeah. Godspeed, y'all. Make yeah. it. Enjoy. to do <laughs> welcome back to smells like quarantine spirit mm-hmm. the podcast wherein i ashlyn romagnoli do things and learn things during the covid19 quarantine supported by the prettiest fiance in all the land adam lothbaum but you gotta take your word for it you can't see me <laughs> you can't see him but you can hear him which is he looks as good as he sounds Ooh. so anyway today in addition to doing things and learning things we are also drinking things yeah we are (laughs) that's right today's quarantine activity is drinking which we are both doing in case you couldn't tell (laughs) the day started just right with some bloody mary sunday fun day started with some bloody marys continued with some kalua cappuccinos Mm -hmm. and then we figured hell we'll just keep this train going because why not so this is day 39 get drunk is crunk, drunk. <laughs> get dirt <dirk. laughs> get okay. Okay, okay, okay so um but before we talk about what we've learned um and done and done and learned about drinking and by the way i know you can drink things that are not alcoholic obviously um but that is what we were talking about today to be clear in case you couldn't tell already i mean i love tea <laughs> i love coffee mm. i even love kombucha now which was not always the mm-hmm. case but right now we are talking specifically about the alcohols hard kombucha Oh, there is hard kombucha. So good. <laughs> There's that too. There's that too. Um, but we are also during the recording of this going to play a drinking game. Ooh. Who doesn't like drinking games? Drinking games are fun. So, you see, what happened was, um, I wrote this episode over the last couple of hours, and was sort of briefly reviewing it and realized that I used a particular turn of phrase a lot when writing this one. I mean, it's it's a way that I speak a lot anyway. I use it in day to day normal life. But typically, I'll catch myself while writing or at least like edit it out so I don't look like an idiot with no variety. But because I didn't catch myself doing this until I was three quarters of the way through, I decided we would make it into a drinking game for this podcast. So here we go. Anytime I say something is A like this and B like that, we do a shot. (laughs) So we have, um, we went with the booze we have the most of at the moment with the least monetary value invested in it mm-hmm. um which turns out to be a bottle of coconut rum woo yeah cruzon cruzon i think it's, it's cruising it's cruising yeah it's <laughs> but i think we rum. can call cruzon to make it feel cruzon. more elevated and we have a 
root beer uh, seltzer water chaser. Yeah. Um. So. Fizz and Co. It, it. I did go ahead and count, and unless I'm mistaken, which is possible at this point, I do this five times in this episode. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, Good. Adam, you try to keep track. You call, right. call it out as All it right. happens. Sweet. Okay. Back to the show. So, again, before we start talking about the doing and the learning, I did want to address my last short episode, which was also nine days ago mm-hmm. which is so long ago that's the longest we've gone and like first off last week melted away like i talked to my dad this past thursday and he was like i haven't heard from you since last friday and i was like what because we usually talk every couple of days but somehow it had been nearly a week since we spoke and i think that this a has to do with quarantine time quarantine quarantine yeah. quarantine yeah. but also b has to do with a realization that we came to that might explain last week's fogginess and also the last episode. Which was? Honey, you're not catching it. What's that? I did the A and B thing. That's the first time oh I did it. Oh, my God. Right. You did it. Oh, wow. So I might Already. have to double your... I, sh- I should actually read the script <laughs> instead of just listening to you. No, you should just listen to me. you got to catch it. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Round one. Down. Ha. Mm. Ooh, coconut rum smooth. Mm, that is mm. very smooth. Mm-hmm. Cruising smooth. Cruising right down to my belly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So this realization we came to um, that explains, I think, partially why last week was an actual just melty fog for me and why I wrote like the shortest, weirdest episode of all time defending nothingness and and doing nothing. So Adam, as I said before, is the prettiest fiance in all the land, but he is also the sweetest. He makes me coffee. Every morning, he tidies up after me because I'm a little messy, and he's learned to speak fluent meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Um, He also has been prepping my vitamins for me every day. (laughs) (laughs) There he goes, prepping. Okay, that is a hefty pour, sir. Meow, meow. Okay, meow. Um, (laughs) Anyway, he's been prepping my vitamins for me every day. So... I take allergy meds because mm-hmm. Nashville is trying to kill me, and I take multivitamins because the world is trying to kill me. And then I take like whatever else he wants to pop in there, like maybe some fish oil, yeah. calcium and D3, yeah. B yeah. vitamins, yeah, very important, whatever. Whatever. I trust him. Probiotics. So I just, probiotics. I just take all this stuff. So we're standing in the kitchen yesterday, and I'm getting my own vitamins because like I'm an adult sometimes. So I grab my allergy meds and my multivitamin, which are on a different shelf than the rest of Adam's vitamins. So he takes like a whole regimen of his own that's on a slightly different shelf. Biohacking weirdo. Biohacking. Yeah, that's a cool word. (laughs) Anyway, I see this other bottle behind my two standards, my allergy meds and my multivitamin. And it says magnesium, 500 milligrams. (laughs) So I just turn to Adam and I ask, hey, have you been giving this to me too? He says, well, yeah, it was on your shelf. Cool, 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 I said. But, like, doesn't doesn't this make you sleepy? And he says, like, I mean, it, it calms you down. But no, no, I insist back. Don't you give me magnesium <laughs> at night sometimes? Like, I vaguely have this memory of him, like, handing me these horse pills yeah. at night to take before falling asleep. Part of my nightly regimen. Yeah, so he's like, yeah. well, yeah. And then he takes the bottle from me, and he's like... Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. This is more than twice what I take. 500 milligrams. <laughs> so, like, yeah. mystery solved, people. I spent two weeks napping just about every day, which is weird for me. In the afternoon. In the afternoon, mm-hmm. wondering if I had some sort of fucking deep-seated emotional turmoil I was failing to confront, and therefore sleeping to escape the ominous cloud of reality, managing to write one teensy brief podcast, which... 
let me remind you, I recorded a podcast on the day I had surgery, <laughs> trying to convince myself that it is okay to be doing nothing, even though that's totally unlike me. And he was drugging me all along. Adam was drugging me this entire time. Yeah. 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 I just need a little me time, you know? No, you know, no. Not cool. T- not cool. That is not the way to deal with your relationship in quarantine. I know not we're going to do more relationship podcasts about that, but I promise they will not be about how to Psst, drug. No, don't it. <laughs> Well, anyway, that sort of explains the podcast script I actually did write the very next day. I think we'll record it later this week. Uh, Spoiler alert for you all. It's called In Defense of Considered Nothing. And it's basically me retracting a lot of what I said the day before. I mean, like, not entirely. There is something to be said about nothing, nothing. But there's a reason I've conducted my nothing in the way I did in the past. And I think it relates to all the stuff that's going on in the world right now. But anyway, the word nothing has no meaning for me anymore, so I will happily move on. Okay, drinking. Yay! Drinking, yay! People tend to like their booze. They do. And you know why? Because it's fun and it tastes good. Mm -hmm. Okay, and like maybe tiny disclaimer time. Alcoholism is a very real, very serious issue. Please don't do that. Please get help if you do do that. Your organs deserve your love and care and also the people around you in the event that you're one of those people who gets way too angry or cranky or sad when you drink. Moderation is key. Unfortunately, Adam and I are both lovers, not fighters, when drunk, so lucky us, and away we go. Yeah! Okay, that done with. Let us kick things off with a poem by a one Mr. Edgar Allan Poe. Fill with mingled cream and amber, I will drain that glass again. Such hilarious visions clamber through the chamber of my brain. Quaintest thoughts, queerest fancies, come to life and fade away. What care I how time advances? I am drinking ale today. Can't you just hear it like, I am mm-hmm. drinking ale today. So let's cheers to that, shall we? Cheers. He even noticed the bit about time weirdness, which is a feature, not necessarily a bug, of both COVID and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So okay. the deal is that here we all are, hopefully still in quarantine, unless you are both A, in one of those godforsaken states that have lifted restrictions, and B, mm. are a fool. Correct. Hey, there we <laughs> I go. I did it again. There we go. I caught you this time. You got me this time. Cheers. Ooh, that was a lot more coconut rum. I think I'm going to take the job of prepping this. Okay. Back from you. I'll give you the small one. I know. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Okay. Let's be real. It makes for a pretty fucking fun work day to crack open a cold one at 4 p.m. or hell, 3, 2, 1 p.m. in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everyone's fortunate like we are to be each other's own bosses, so right. we already know that we're doing this, so maybe we'll get started super early tomorrow, but mm-hmm. regardless, it's fun. The best part? Potential hangover and or broken furniture aside, and I say that because I did, in fact, accidentally destroy a small shelving unit of Adam's not once but twice during this quarantine. Under the influence. Uh, anyway, not my fault. That thing had it in for me. Oh, yeah. Um, all that aside, there aren't any consequences anymore. That's right. You can drink. You can get real loose. But you're not going to strike out hitting on that chick way out of your league. Mm-mm. You're not going to get arrested for disorderly behavior. No, sir. no, no, this is America. You're on your own property. Yeah. And you're not going to make a fool of yourself in front of your friends. Not unless you are me and Adam, and you are both writing and recording your idiocy. <laughs> recording your idiocy. <laughs> I guess right I'll keep there. that in there. To put on your podcast. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay, so in honor of drinking, I thought we would talk about drinking in history. 
and in particular, all of the weird historical punishments for drinking that we will not be enduring because A, we live in 2020 now, and B, we can't leave our house. Hey, hey she did it again. Third one. Boom. Mm. So smooth, cruising. And um, actually, this is an actual sentence that I wrote while I was writing this. First, though, weird drunk observation that I do the A and B thing kind of a lot. Oh, my God. And there it is again. Uh, You did it again? Does that count? No, no, that doesn't count. I'm describing it. It doesn't count. No, honey, don't. You sure? Yes, I am sure. That's how drinking work, though. So drinking has been around. Okay, fine. You want another one? You do another one. We'll do a baby. A baby shot. Just a splash. There we go. One and two. Okay. Okay. Fine. We're doing it again. Stop. Okay. So, drinking has been around for a hot second. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that the first little amphibian who crawled out of the primordial soup figured out how to make that soup into <laughs> beer. I think it's maybe William Goldman who wrote The Princess Bride who jokes that one of the first things ever invented was stew, but he was wrong. It was beer. Mm -hmm. But let's briefly debunk the myth that people in ye olden times drank beer and wine instead of water all the time. It was more common to drink these things regularly. Beer was considered nutritious and important. And they even called um, called the beer that you could drink all day without getting crunk small beer. Look at that small beer. Um, But A, it wasn't the case. And B, these beverages are much weaker than we know now anyway. Than what we know now anyway. Mm, It's working. Oh. No, but I oh. did it again. Oh, my God, you did it again. You missed it. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, guys. You do that I pr- a lot. Well, I mean. It's, it's almost invisible to me. But quite frankly. I don't do it as much when I'm not drinking. I think anytime you're, like, drinking or doing something that impedes your uh-huh. behavior, you fall back you, on you, certain, like, patterns. You need subpoints. Yeah, you fall back on patterns of, of speech Roman and numeral one, Roman numeral two. Well, you can do that one. All right. I promise I don't do this. All, all the time. This, this will get a flow to it and be more interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, I actually wrote this into the script as well. There I go with the A and B thing again. Boom! Okay. In all capital letters. Okay. All right. Okay. So, in misconceptions about the Middle Ages, Stephen Harris and Brian L. Grigsby write: The myth of constant beer drinking is also false. Water was available to drink in many forms. Rivers, rainwater, melted snow, and was often used to dilute wine. That's right. Because you have to have water to make your wine wink and <laughs> to make <laughs> I think we won't even edit this. We'll just, no, we'll just have we to leave not. it here for yep. the people. Yep. You have to have <laughs> you have to have water <laughs> to make your wine weak enough to drink rose all day. I don't of think course. I could say that three times fast. Yeah. <laughs> but let's check out some of the more brutal punishments that I came across. So in around 200-ish BC in South India, document we found a document called The Laws of Manu that were written. So Manu was a king who had a lot of shit to say about all this stuff, not least of all drinking. So in James Samuelson's The History of Drinking, he describes some of the punishments for drinking. So terrible punishments, such as branding the forehead with a hot iron, were the penalties attached to these crimes, and with none to eat with them, with none to sacrifice with them, with none to read with them, with none to be allied by marriage to them, abject and excluded from all social duties, let them wander over this earth. Branded with indelible marks, they shall be deserted by their paternal and maternal relations, treated by none with affection, received by none with respect. Such is the ordinance of Manu. 
I want to say that one too. Such is the ordinance of Manu. Hardcore. I mean, can you believe this guy? No affection. No Mm-mm, affection for no. anyone. No one to sacrifice with them? That is some pretty serious shit. Like, mm-hmm. all you want to do is go, like, sacrifice some virgins with some friends. No. If you got too crunk that one time, no. No one is doing that shit with you. No one is having fun with you. Mm. And on the other side of the world, like, this was also the case. They also saw very similar dangers in in the booze. So in Daily Life of the Aztecs, on the Eve of the Spanish Conquest by Jacques Soustel, he this guy describes an emperor, and I honestly I couldn't figure out which one he was talking about. It was a long-winded, weird book. But the Aztecs, like, we can place them around like 1350 to 1500. So sometime in that time span. And he claimed that drunkenness is the root and origin of all evil and all perdition. It is like the whirlwind that destroys and tears down everything. If a drunk man showed himself in public, he was punished. <laughs> if a drunk man showed himself in public, he was punished. If he were a plebeian by being beaten to death, or else he was strangled before the young men. If the drunkard were noble, he was strangled in private. Okay, so first <laughs> off, can I just say, I am honestly kind of impressed by how egalitarian that punishment is, to be quite honest. Like, usually rich people get way easier sentences than poor people, but in this case, everyone dies equally. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets strangled. Strangulation for you and you and you. And, like, rich people just kind of got the added dignity of a private murderer. But still, like, <laughs> still seems a lot more equal than a lot of our laws today, or at least a lot of the ways in which... Our laws are enacted today. Damn I can tell you that, and we are not mm. going to make this a political episode, so nope. we're going to move on from that. But just saying, mm-hmm. everyone got strangled. <laughs> and um, quite a bit before that time, in AD uh, 569, hundreds of years and leagues away, an Anglo Saxon reverend wrote the following decree. He that forces another to get drunk out of hospitality <laughs> must do perchance as if he had got drunk must himself. Do ah, ah, he, perchance ah, he must do penance. Ah. <laughs> From the top, my dear ones, he that forces another to get drunk out of hospitality must do penance as if he had got drunk himself. But he who, out of hatred or wickedness, in order to disgrace or mock at others, forces them to get drunk, if he has not already sufficiently done penance, must do penance as a murderer or... Sorry, of. Sorry, that was my typo. Okay. You must start from there. Must do penance as a murderer of souls. A murderer of souls. That is where we are right now in AD 569. Adam, you are a soul murderer. I am. I am a soul murderer by Anglo-Saxon standards. Um, Although, like... What I will call about this that I think is kind of interesting is that, like, either way you get penance, but it's way worse if, like, you're a mean drunk. Like, if you're mm-hmm. if you're just, like, making your friends drink to disgrace them yeah. or to mock them, it's mm-hmm. like, you are a soul murderer. Like, if you're just, like, getting crunk with some friends drunk out of hospitality, yeah. it's like, okay, like, fuck you all. Fuck yeah, you all do for some sure. Penance. But, like, if you have cruel intention behind it, Really fuck you, you're a murderer of souls. And speaking of souls, yeah, can I talk to you about Jesus? Yes, you may. Yes, you may. <laughs> uh, not kidding, though. So the man turned water into wine. Clearly, Jesus was team wine. Yeah. And Joel, who I just... Okay, uh, guys, I just discovered that there was a book of Joel. Yeah. That sounds like A, made up, and B, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's true. Did it. 
It's true. Honey? It's not made up. Oh, my God. Uh, my God what? A, what? A of not, B of... Oh I think you have to God. do a penalty shot for not catching I'm, these. Well, then you're going to be a murderer of souls. Mm. So, there. I am. But anyway, Book of Joel. Like, it sounds totally made up to me. I don't know why. The name just seems ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, it's he, true. he it's says... Real. This is what he says. Awake, drunkards, and weep. And wail, all you wine drinkers, on account of the sweet wine... That is cut off from your mouth. I mean, at least he acknowledges the sadness of not having wine anymore. Mm. I recently discovered that wine now gives me, like, splitting, splitting migraines. It is, like, a new trigger that has developed for me in the last month. Damn so. And it's fucking terrible. (laughs) Woe, indeed, is me. Um, and St. Paul also had some thoughts about wine. So from Romans 14.31. He says... It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything else that will cause your brother or sister to fall. So I like dug into this a little bit because <laughs> I was like, what, like tricks, like tripping them? No, uh, the common interpretation of this is like, if you cannot handle your shit, don't fucking drink. Which, funnily enough, has been a very common theme that I've seen while I've been researching this topic. So it doesn't actually seem... Like, for in most cases, drinking itself is inherently the problem all of the time. It is actually, more specifically, being drunk, or in other words, losing control. That is the huge, huge, huge part of the problem. So in Ruth Goodman, who I am obsessed with and I have ordered all of her books because I fucking love Mm -hmm. her. Anyway, in her book, How to Be a Tutor, which would be around the 1450s-ish in England, she notes that... Outright drunkenness was an evil decried by all levels of society, even to many enthusiastic alehouse patrons. For while good fellows were praised in song and literature for their ability to drink deeply in in a social context, those who lost control, those who passed out, were unable to drink, those who passed out, (laughs) were unable to walk home, or vomited or otherwise soiled themselves, were called drunken sots, fools, and no true men. Drunkenness swallowed a family's money, comfort, and hope. She actually goes on about that in length, and it is true. Like, it's been a serious problem throughout history and really terrible what that can do to tear apart a family. But in one of her other books as well, so it's called, it's my favorite favorite title, (laughs) How to Behave Badly in Elizabethan England, which Mm. would be around 1600-ish. Uh, a little earlier than that, maybe. Um, She notes that while drunkenness was still aboard in this time as well, Again, drinking itself wasn't the problem. Moderate drink, ha! Huh. Moderate your drinking, however, so that you remained merry and good company without dipping over into full drunkenness, and you were sitting pretty. Rather than upsetting or annoying people, the moderate drinker was considered to be an honest fellow. For every ballad that sings of the evils of drunkards, pfft, for every ballad that sings of the evils of drunkards, there, <laughs> here we go. We got it this time. For every ballad that sings of the evils of drunkards, there are two that extol the virtues of sociable gatherings with a glass or two. All right. So I think we can all agree, and because you guys can't say anything to me right now, I'm just going to take your silence Mm -hmm. as agreement Mm -hmm. on the moral of this podcast, which is the following. The problem isn't drinking. The problem is people who simply cannot hang. 
They fight, they waste money, they hurt people, they are super annoying, they slur their speech, and simply won't get into the damn Uber home, Karen. True. And I think if we've proven anything tonight, it's that there are Karens all throughout history, and nobody has ever liked them. (laughs) No offense to the Karens out there, it is just a random name that I picked. You know who your Karen Mm -hmm. is. So I think the litmus test for whether or not Adam and I are our Karens ourselves uh, is if we can edit this podcast tonight before we start binge-watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and eating butter cake. It's going to be hard. Let's give it a try, shall we? Let's do. All right. Good night. A of all, B of all. A of all, B of all. some weird laws that are still in effect Mm -hmm. in America today. Today? Yes. So close your eyes so you don't get spoiled. Okay. Okay. And I just want to hear what you have to say about them. We'll just talk about them. We'll talk about them. I I just wrote down the laws. I didn't even write a script for this. No reading it. Okay. Number one. It is illegal to drink while on horseback in Colorado. To this day. Apparently. I mean, I did very cursory research, but yes... It's probably not a bad idea. It's probably not a bad idea. Apparently, it's like a ve- it's a vehicle. It's a vehicular yeah, issue. Yeah. So I guess you could get like a DUI. Ve- yeah, vehicular homicide if you if you like stepped on somebody with your horse. With your horse. While Can you were you drunk. Can you do that? You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm Whoa, sure. Danger probably, pony. Okay. You drive your horse the wrong way. <laughs> Back it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Number two. Um. Technically, you can only like chug your beer. While you are sitting down in Texas, because you cannot take more than three sips while standing up. Weird, right? That is weird. That is weird. I, you what know, one would expect from Texas. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I, a free I, state. It wanted to be its own fucking country. They want to be their own country, yeah. But they love their people, and they and they, they and they love it they that love they drink people. hard. They drink hard. But they they don't know let it. Them chug. No, they 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 know you got to sit down. You got to sit. You, you do. Yeah, to, to, to chug, like you could fall down, you could hurt yourself. Okay. If you okay. chug too hard. All right. My well, God. Okay, here's an easy one because you know this <laughs> one already. Bourbon County is dry. Oh no, it's very strange. That one is sad. Yeah. Well, no. Wait, Bourbon County is not dry. Um, yeah, it is. No, uh, where they make Jack Daniels. Um, yeah. That is not Bourbon County. That is. Um, what is that place called? Fuck, did Lynchburg. The inter- Lynchburg. Did the internet lie to me? Lynchburg, uh, Tennessee is dry, but uh, Bourbon County, I don't believe, is dry. I'm going to Google it right now. Okay. I mean, I've drunk in Bourbon County. Uh, Paris is there. Lexington is there. Uh, Uh, I don't know. Okay, maybe, maybe. I thought it was. I mean, we've we've driven. That was, you know, that... um, Oh, what's it called? Where my parents had their honeymoon, that little town in uh, Kentucky. I believe that's in Bourbon County as well. Weird. Maybe it just meant the counties in which bourbon is made. What I read. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I failed yeah. in that research. Yeah, well, but I, I'm not but sure. But the Jack Daniels County is Yes, dry. yes, yes. Okay. The county in which Lynchburg okay. is located okay. is dry. You cannot buy it there. They, they can only make it there and ship it out of the, the county. Okay. Post haste. Next. As far as I know. In Oklahoma, I'm a little drunk. I don't know. In Oklahoma, 
if your beer is more than 4% alcohol, mm-hmm. it has to be sold at room temperature. Wow, that's a weird one. Isn't it? What's that about? I don't know. More Either than 4%. <laughs> huh, yeah. <laughs> strong ales. Like, oh, strong ales. It's, it's just in poor taste. Do Oklahomanians have ale? Is that, do they brew ale? You know, this might come down to like packaging. Like, you know, like it's not it's not pleasant to drink uh an ale, a, you know, a high alcohol ale uh at, yeah, at room but, temperature but like. Yeah, but this is assuming that Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. Anyway, okay, next one. But I think I think one. that might be a law against bars. Like, you know, bars serving cold beers at, you know, of high alcohol leads to a rowdy bar, but if they take them home, they can get drunk at home. I don't I don't know. That that's my guess. Hmm. That's weird. my take okay. on it. Yeah. Last one. Okay. In Alaska. Uh-huh. Apparently, it is technically illegal to be drunk in a bar because according to state laws, you cannot enter a bar if you are already drunk uh-huh. and you cannot stay if you become drunk. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah, one. that's a that's that's a tricky one. But actually, I think that Alaska has done their due diligence in mm-hmm. weeding out Karens because I think what we've shown mm-hmm. is that everyone hates and wants to kill the sole murderers that are Karens. It's the people that can't hang. Who can't hang. They cannot hang. But you won't know if someone cannot hang unless they act like a fucking douchebag. Right. So then they deserve to be You can't come in if you're wasted and if you get wasted you gotta get the fuck out. Exactly. That's the the rule. no one will sacrifice with you. No. No No one. Okay. Well that's it for our little No murders of souls. Postscript no murders of souls here either. Uh Um, Thank you all again and good night. Good night and cheers. And cheers.